everybody and welcome. This podcast is focused on people telling real life stories of how God has spoken. Our goal is to help people experience the many ways God speaks. Hi, I'm Haley Elizabeth, And I'm Brooke Nicole. And this is Hearing God's Voice. So today, Brooke, I want to hear more about, um, we want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear more about how you came, came to be a missionary in YWAM Cancun. Um, so can you tell us? little bit about because you didn't first come straight to Cancun you Mm -hmm. you went through Belize first so Mm -hmm. can you tell me a little bit about how you how you ended up in Belize like what a weird place to like not weird but (laughs) like what an interesting place to end up um so my senior year my parents were like Brooke you should really do a DTS and I was like five months of like going and like learning and like spending time abroad no I was like Absolutely not. Wait, can you stop and tell us what a DTS is real fast? Okay, so a DTS is a discipleship training school, and it's, so for me, it was five months, um, so three months of, like, lecture phase where you get to know God and really get to um, dive deep into Him, and then two months of, like, going out and serving Him and, like, showing what you learned, and so I did that. Well, we'll get to that, but, like... <laughs> but you didn't want to do it, is the I point. Didn't, yeah, I didn't want to do it. I was just, like, I want to go to college. Like, I'm happy where I'm at. Like, I thought I was happy, but, like, in the hindsight, like, I wasn't. Um, but somehow, and they've <laughs> only done it once, which is, like, it. I can't wrap my head around because, like, I'm, like, that one time that they did it, like, the Lord was really, like, do it. Okay, so, in Belize... They had a month-long DTS, and my parents were like, okay, well, you don't want to do five-month-long. You can do the one month and then, like, come back and, like, go to college. And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And so I just kept fighting with it because some days I would say, yes, like, I want to go. And then other days I would be like, no. And then also, I don't know if you know this, but my best friend was supposed to go with me. one of my best friends was supposed to go with me to Belize. Like, she was, she signed up. She, like, paid the deposit and everything. Oh, I didn't know. I know. I didn't find out until I got home. And I was like, oh, okay, like, awesome. She's going to go with me, which is perfect because I don't want to go alone. And so she was going to go with me, and then I was just like, okay, perfect. Like, I'll go if she goes. Then she got denied interesting yeah and I was like I'm not going I don't want to go anywhere that like she's not accepted and like all this kind of stuff and my parents were like maybe she's not supposed to go and I'm like maybe I'm not supposed to go (laughs) (laughs) if she's not going I'm not going yeah that's just where where I was in my life like I couldn't do anything alone because I couldn't commit to the Lord myself like it had to be someone had to carry me through it and so I was like, I'm not going. That was when I finally was like, no, don't talk about it anymore. Like, I've made up my mind. I'm not going to go. During our graduation party, the directors... Your graduation from... High school. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'm 19. <laughs> <laughs> so during my graduation party from high school, I had a party with her and my family. And we invited... Uh, the director's son who lives like five minutes away from us from Belize the YWAM director's son and he shows up to the party and he's like you made my mom real sad that you're not going and I was like "Ooh, it's like 
sucks. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going. Um, and after the party, he really sat down with me and was like, hey, your parents were telling me, like, you were really concerned about, like, what's going on and, like, why she wasn't accepted and, like, blah, blah, blah. And so he sat down and explained to me, like, what a DTS was and, like, what this month would look like, kind of. And then he said at the end, like, if you don't enjoy it, if you don't have a good time, at least you get one month long in the Caribbean, like, for a vacation. And I was like, (laughs) sold. (laughs) That's what got you. (laughs) And at first I wasn't really sold. Like, in my head I was like, actually, a vacation would be really nice. And, like, I could come back and, like, tell all my friends I, like, went to Belize, you know. And then I was laying in bed and I could not sleep. And I was like, okay, God, like, well, no, actually, I probably wasn't like that at that time. I was just like, okay, I can't sleep. Like, there must be something wrong. And then I opened up my Bible up for the first time. And I don't remember what it was or, like, what I read. But the Lord was just like, go. And I was like, okay, okay. And it's, like, two weeks until the school starts. And I went to my parents, and I was like, I feel like I need to go. And they were like, if you say that, like, that's it. That's the final answer. Like, there's no changing. There's no nothing. Like, we're going to get you a plane ticket and you're committed. And I was like, oh, I feel like I should go. But that kind of scares me. So, yeah, I was like, I'm going. I was like, it scares me, but I'm going. And so we got a plane ticket. And, like, everything just fell into place, really, for me. Like, I got the money I needed. I had more than I needed for that time. Like, in two weeks, I got it. And I was like, this is so crazy. Like, why is this all, like, happening? Like, obviously, the Lord wanted me to go and, like, spend time there. And so I went to Belize, was there for a month, had our one-week outreach in Cancun, um, which they told me about their DTS that was starting the next month or, like, two months later. And I was like, mm, okay, cool, good for y'all. And then I went. Hope that goes well for you. <laughs> I'm like, hope you get all the students you need. Um, and then I went back to Belize, and I felt God tell me like, stay. And I was like, okay, I like it here. I love it here. I'll stay. And so I stayed. And during that month, I think it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like two weeks into the month. The Lord was like, go do your DTS in Cancun. Now I was like, ooh. So I'm going to pray for a different place, Lord. Like, that was that was a, that was a real cool option. But, like, I want to go somewhere cool. <laughs> like, I want to go to London or Australia, which is really funny because I actually applied to an Australian DTS. And a girl from my DTS actually applied to the same one. And we both talked about it one time. And I was like, no, you didn't. And she was like, yeah, I did. And they still contact me. And I was like, they still contact me too. <laughs> and so it was, it was really cool. But um, yeah, God didn't allow anything else to like match up. It was just like Cancun was it. Like, and I was just like, okay, okay. How did you feel about that? How did you feel about? I didn't, I didn't, I fought with God. Like me and God have a really weird relationship. I like to argue. He likes to not do what I ask him to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> How dare he? I know. How dare he How not? dare he have better plans for me? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, I, I really didn't want to go to Cancun because, like, 
Mexico's never been on my heart. But which is funny because Belize was never on my heart. I told my parents before I left, I was like, I never pictured myself in Belize. I've never even pictured Belize. And then before I went to um, Mexico for like five months for my DTS, I was like, but like, Lord, Mexico's never been on my heart. Like, I never pictured myself in Mexico. And like, so, yeah, that, that was, that was it. Also, my mom, I talked to her and I was like, mom, I really feel like God's telling me to go do a DTS. And she's like, that's great because we actually don't think you should come home. And I was like, oh, okay. Was that, how did that feel? I was like, that just felt like confirmation because I was fighting it so much. Like, I really want to go home. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to go somewhere cool. Like, but at the end of the day, like, it's never what we want. I mean, in the hindsight, it's always what we desired, but it's never what we want. Mm. So... So can we can we go back for a second? Yeah. I want to ask um so why were your parents fighting so hard for you to go to Belize? Okay. Um so this has to kind of go hand in hand with my brother and sister. If you guys ever listen to this, love you guys dearly. Um it's just it's the truth. So <laughs> um my brother and sister kind of have strayed off the path of Christ and each one of them, they were like, okay, go do a DTS. You've strayed. Like, please come back to the Lord. Like, go. And, like, each one of them were like, no. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, listen, you strayed off the path. Like, go to the Lord. Then I was like, no. But then the Lord was just, like, working. I think, I don't know. A, they wanted me to go to Belize because they knew the directors and they knew the people there and they knew the place it was. They've done missions there and they've gone there and spent time there and like they have a relationship with the directors and so it's like family for them so they wanted me to go there because they knew I would be comfortable and that I would benefit the best from someone who would look at me like I'm their child you know because like they would push me more and like really be like okay you're not doing this right you you need to do this and like all that so I think that's why they pushed me for Belize but then I think they pushed all of us for to go do a DTS because They've seen the difference it has had in people Mm. and, like, how people have grown from it. And so, like, even when I'm home now, they're like, I wish your brother and sister could enjoy what you've gotten to enjoy. And I'm like, they still can. And they're like, they have responsibilities. I'm like, drop them. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) So, I mean, I I think they really just want, like, I think any mother or any father really wants to see their child in heaven, you know? So, like... I'm not saying that my brother and sister won't go to heaven because I can't decide that, you know. But I know that that's the desire for them. Like, they want to see us all there one day. So they were really just pushing. They wanted you to find your own relationship with God is what they were pushing for, really. Yeah, yeah. Because they, my parents would always say, like, we can lead you to the water. We can tell you how good the water is, you know, like the living water of Christ. But if you just stand there and you don't decide to drink from it, like, that's on you. We've Mm -hmm. done what we can. And, like, now you have to decide, like, do you want to dive into it and, like, gulp it up? Or do you want to just stand there and be like, here's a teaspoon. So, yeah. So do you feel like in Belize, were you able to drink from the water? Or were you able to learn? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, I remember, like, we 
just learned about like how to do devotions and I never really understood how to do devotions I was always like oh you read your bible and like cool like read a verse (laughs) um good job (laughs) (laughs) and so um also I mean like I I tried to understand the Lord I will say okay so I gave my life to Christ at 14 and I did my best to try to understand him but once you get to a certain age and nobody's really guiding you anymore you're kind of like it's like when you're walking for the first time you you fall over I decided not to get back up and try to walk again like that was on me Mm. but like becoming a new Christian is like starting from a baby you have to like help walk you know um at first and I just I didn't really have anyone like none of my friends were really Christians like they'd be like yeah I believe in God but like guess what I did last night like you know and not to shame on them or like to like or anything like that that's just them you know and like that's what I was friends with so like I decided to do that as well like I believe in God but like I'm going to go do this instead. So I remembered sitting and listening to like how to do devotions. And during that time, the Lord was like Psalms. And I was like, okay, (laughs) cool. And I opened up my Bible and Psalm 77 was there. And I read it and it's about how David is hiding from a king who wants to kill him. And he's pleading with God, like, God, like, have you forsaken me? Like, why have you left me? Like, why aren't you listening to me? Why aren't you doing this, that, and the other? And David goes from like, why Lord, like, what are you doing in my life to thank you, God? Like, thank you for being there, even though like, I can't see you. Thank you for like guiding me in my past. And thank you for doing this specific thing in my past. And I was like, oh wow, God, like, thank you. And I remember it, I like cried. I was like, God, I'm so sorry. Like, thank you for like guiding me and like doing this in my life and like doing that. And like, like that, when I felt that and like, I felt the Lord speak to me, like really speak to me. Like even it was through the word, but like it was, it was so powerful and it was so great. So what does that feel like him speaking to you through the word? Like, what did that feel like him being there because there's you can be, just be read a book. Oh yeah. I it, there's a difference between like just reading something and then reading it with like the understanding. So what did that? What did that feel like? How did you know that like God was speaking that to you? Um. A lot of times I get overfilled with emotion, but I notice too like the Lord can speak to me and I'm not overfilled with emotion. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like oh wow God like thanks but like especially during that time I was really emotional because I suppressed all my feelings for like a really long time and so I didn't really know how to react to it so then I was super emotional um and like I would just cry whenever like the Lord would speak to me now how I feel it is like when I'm reading the book and I'm just I feel peace Mm. like even if it's about Israel and like how they're getting punished for their sin like God can speak to me through that. And I'm like, I feel peace about this. Like, I feel so much love from him. And I just, it's just an overwhelming feeling of like his presence for me. Mm. And that for me feels like peace because I'm a person who like needs that. And the Lord knows what you need and he will give you that. And so he, he gives me that peace. That's awesome. Okay. So now we're going to, jump forward so mm-hmm. he told you you're going to do your dts in mexico <laughs> so you've been told now you, what's the time from okay god you've told me you've confirmed it through my parents then actually 
getting to Mexico? So I don't, someone messaged me and was like, hey, have you thought about the DTS? And it was really funny because it was like the same week. (laughs) And I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I, I've thought about it and I prayed about it and I feel like I need to come. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, perfect. Here's the online application. Um, fill it out, and then we will talk if you're accepted. And so I filled it out, and, like, two days later I got accepted. And I was like, oh, okay. This, <laughs> this is was happening. real. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is happening. And so I talked to her, and she sent me the list and, like, everything that I needed to bring. And I was like, I have none of that. Um, because I you're packed, in Belize. I packed for a month. Like, I did not – expect to stay any longer than a month like I didn't want to stay any longer than a month um but God's plans are good and so I was like I don't have any of that and they were like it's fine like don't worry about it so um another girl that was with me in Belize decided that she was also supposed to do a DTS so she was the director's oh well she is the director's grandchild so they were like that's perfect like we will drive you guys to Cancun it's like a 10 12 hour drive um which is really long and uh yeah so in that month we just prepared for uh finances I sold my car I don't know if I ever told you that I sold my car which I was really upset about because I was like what am I going to drive when I go home and it's not the important things, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I sold my car, got money from that, and then I don't even, I don't even know how money came in. Like, I don't, I it look back, did. and I'm like, where did this money come from? Like, I still don't really know. Like, I'm still confused, but, like, I had the money. That's such a good sign of, like, I know. <laughs> even more confirmation that you're doing what you're supposed to. I know, I'm, I'm. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it and everything, but it's not for me to wrap my head around. And, uh, yeah, I know my parents blessed me a lot during that time, which is really, here's a little small testimony. My mom and has been blessed a tenfold, like, because she gave me money during my DTS and was like, I know this is what you're supposed to be doing, Brooke. Like, I have full faith in you, and so I'm going to give to you. And my mom got promoted, like, unbelievable she's working for our state now like it's it's so crazy to me like I've seen so much like growth like because I'm here you know and Mm -hmm. like that just like fills up my heart so much anyways so I got the money and I came to Cancun we drove here and I remember when I first got here I cried I don't know (laughs) do you remember no I cried I cried like unbelievable. I texted my mom and was like, I want to come home. I don't want to be here. And my mom's like, it's only five months. It's only five months, like, just stay. <laughs> um, and so it was really, really difficult the first week. First five months. <laughs> <laughs> the whole five months was just super hard. I, I Actually, it was. Um, but I didn't cry every day. I, mean, I might have. <laughs> Yeah. But how did, how did you grow? So how did those, how, how are you blessed by those five months? Oh, how wasn't I blessed? Um, during that five months, I learned who I was. I mean, obviously it's still something that I'm still working on because I 
I think that's something that you always have to work in, especially as a woman. It's really hard because society tells women, like, you're not this, you're not Mm -hmm. this, you're not this. And so for me, it was something that was really hard and I have to work on still. Um, But he really blessed me and, like, my identity in him and was like, you're my child. You Mm -hmm. are beautiful. Like, you are perfect the way you are. He also showed me, like, the person – well, this was after my DTS, but – he really showed me, like, the person you're trying to be is not who I have for you. Like, mm-hmm. you're not this person I made you to be. Like, you are this way, and it's okay to be this way. It's okay to not always be around people. It's okay to take time for just me and you. It's okay to take time for just you. Um, he really blessed me just by showing me, like, who I am. Like, that's just the biggest thing that, like, stuck out to me is, like, He really showed me, like, this is who you are. And he also brought – I look at it now, I'm like, oh, I was so emotional. But, like, he brought so much more emotion to me that I never thought I would enjoy. But, like, during that time, I needed that. Like, I needed to cry for five months, Mm. unfortunately. (laughs) Um, Because I wasn't in tuned with, like, my emotions. And, like, he turned it on, and it was just, like, a waterfall. But he also showed me how to deal with them. And like mm. how to regulate them. regulate them, yeah. So he there's I could go on and on, but that's just a little bit. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're here full time as a missionary. So you did your school, yes. and you came back. So when did he speak to you? How did he speak to you? So there's a theme. Um, God tells me to do something, I say no. <laughs> um, he during my DTS, he told me to come back on staff, and I was like, oh no he told me again when it was during when I was fasting one time and I was like "Mm, no he told me again and I was like oh maybe I should talk to my one-on-one or someone Mm -hmm. and you were my one-on-one so I I talked to you and I was like hey I feel like God's telling me to stay and I don't know if you remember this I was like but I don't want to tell anyone (laughs) and I ended up not telling many people like the Mm -hmm. only people who knew were like the girls So, I mean, I think it was just, I think that was the best decision I did, um, was not really letting anyone know that I was going to come back. Um, But that's just for me, like, where I was at. So, how did that work? You said, he said go, and you said no, and now all of a sudden you're making the decision, you're like, okay, fine, I'll stay. Well, (laughs) he said no, and I was like, oh, wait, no, he said go, and I said no, and I, I was like, no, Lord. And he, like, told me again, and I was like, no, Lord. And then the third time, I'll never forget, it was, like, 7 a.m., it was our day off, and he's like, stay. And I was like, okay. I don't know why. I was just like, okay. And I I remember I talked to my mom a little bit about it, and she was like, I know that's what you desire in your heart, is to be a missionary. Hmm. And I was like, but, like do I? Like, (laughs) I don't, I don't want to do that. But, like, now looking at it, I'm like, oh, I do want to do this. Like, it's hard, but I really, I really enjoy it. Did he, why, okay, why didn't you want to come? Is it just, again, Mexico wasn't on your heart? or Yeah, Mexico wasn't on my heart, which is really crazy to me now, like, to even say that. I'm like, oh, I love Mexico now. (laughs) 
But even when I was, like, preparing to come, I was like, God, are, wait, hold on one second. Are we sure this is the place? Like, I still didn't mm-hmm. want to come because I started getting comfortable at home again. Like, I was like, hey, I'm home. I'm with my family. Like, this is great. And it was really hard to be like, okay, God, like, you're telling me to do this. But, like, my my little problem of not wanting to go to Mexico is so, like, insignificant to, like, the Lord being like, God, I don't want to die on a cross for all these sinners. Like, I just, you know, so, like, in the end, like, his will is so good. Like, he put the desire, now that I'm here, he put the desire to be like, Mexico, like, this is your home now, you know? And he put that, that love for the people here. He put that love for the country in my heart. And he really also helped me grow in that, like, obedience to him. Mm. So. I love your story because it's so full. Like, each time God was like, go to Belize, and you didn't want to. And he's like, go to Cancun, you didn't want to. And he said, stay in Cancun. And it was like, I don't want to. But I love how obedient you were through it all. Like, I love that it wasn't the desire of your heart. It wasn't what you felt like. It wasn't what you would have chosen for yeah. you, but it's what God chose. And you're like, even if it took a second, it was like, okay, God, I'll go. Like you were willing. And I love, I love that willing heart that you have, that you are like, okay, maybe I don't want to. And I can't see the whole plan. Yeah. Like I can't see the whole picture, but God, I trust that you have good plans for me. Yeah. And I love how we can see that so truly in your, in the way that you've gotten here. Like. It's not just one time he told you to go somewhere you didn't want to go. It's three times. Yeah. And who who knows how many more is going to happen. But that he was faithful in that and that he grew your heart. Like you didn't want to go to Belize and you love Belize and you didn't want to come here and you love the people here. Mm-hmm. And you have served so well and you've been such a great addition. And I I just love the blessing that, that you've been to us, even though you didn't originally want to be here. Like this wasn't your choice. So I want to say thank you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I don't cry anymore. Start <laughs> crying. Thank you. I don't, like, it's been hard. Like, everybody's like, it's okay. Like, the first year's bad. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I have how many more months of this? Um, and so it, re- it really, like, I just really appreciate, like, your willingness to just, like, help me in any way. And, like, guide me or pray for me and just, like, check on me. And, like, I just... I don't think you realize how much I appreciate you. And, like, that's why I was, like, crying. I was like, oh. Aww. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Is there anything else we don't feel like we've covered or anything else you'd like to say? No. Just just remember his will is so much greater than yours. Like, mm. even if you don't see it, like, there's something rich in that. Last question. Where do you think you would be if you'd said no originally and stuck with no? I hope, like, the first time? Yeah. I would be in college still with depression, still with anxiety. Like, it being so overbearing that, like, I didn't know how to function. Like, and we never really touched on that, but I, I've suffered from anxiety and depression for a really long time in my life. And my end of my high school career, I was, it was... Like, the only thing I felt, I wanted to satisfy my body, but I didn't want to fix my heart. Mm. Um, so I would go to drinking, and so I'd drink. 
and I would wake up the next morning and I'd feel worse. And so I was like, okay, otra vez, let's go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't even be a quarter of the woman that I am today. Are you satisfied? Are you happy with the decisions you've made? Yeah. Yeah, because they've all made me grow mm. each time more and more. And I'm so excited to see, like, where God's going to grow me next. And, like, I'm upset because, like, not upset, but I'm crying because, like, I know it's super hard and I know it's super difficult. But, like, I know I can get through it if I just continue to depend on him. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing your testimony with us. Thank, thank you, you for being vulnerable and <laughs> and speaking speaking your truth and speaking who you are to us. I, we appreciate that. I appreciate that. We, like the, <laughs> the 12 people behind me also. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. I talked a little bit about how I got involved in missions and why I got started and hearing God's voice through it all. I want to say I am very much imperfect and I still have a lot to grow in my walk with Christ and learning so many more new things. And I, But I do have experiences that I would like to share with everybody and I have so many more that I'm going to have and get to experience with everyone. So thank you guys so much. And you can find me on Facebook at The Call to Mission. And Haley? You can find me at Haley Elisabeth Missions, which is H-A-I-L-E-Y-E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H Missions. Haley Elisabeth Missions. Thank you guys so much. Goodbye. Bye.